So today we decided to talk about good leadership. Um, very broad but important topic. Um, so I propose we start with defining leadership from our perspective. Because again, very broad topic. When you say leadership, huge, like, what lens are you tackling it from? Because, you know, a, a junior designer can exhibit leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, are we talking about people that are actually um, have direct reports and are literally leading like people? Or are no, we so defining think, leadership yeah. as a broader term? Yeah, I think you're, you're getting to like the, the leader versus manager, right? Thing. Um, I think leadership is more of a, a mindset and isn't directly tied to your title. You can show leadership um, as a junior, um, and you can show great leadership as a junior as well. I think at each level, leadership can look slightly different in terms of uh, the impact that it can make and, and, and what you would be sort of doing. But I think the general principles of what leadership and good leadership are stay the same and is true. Yeah. Do you feel, because I kind of feel a little bit this way, do you feel that it's a cop-out to say that everybody has the potential to be a leader in the company, regardless of title? Uh, I think the idea of it is true. I think oftentimes execution is not there. <laughs> it's easier yeah. said than done. Um, so I wouldn't say it's a cop-out per se, but I think for it to actually happen and hold true to everyone uh, at a company, um, it's very difficult uh, as a company yeah. to, to live by those words. Yeah, no, that's fair. So why don't we why don't we split up our chat into maybe two segments? Let's talk about leadership as a whole and yeah. leadership qualities. And then let's talk about the people management side of leadership because I think that is important to distinguish and bring attention to what makes a good mentor, what makes a good manager. Um, but let's start at the leadership quality level. So, you know, when we say something like, you know, I've seen juniors exhibit good leadership qualities. Can you think of an example of that? Yeah. So, so maybe even just taking one step back, um, let me define what I think actual leadership is like the, the sort of more tactical side of it. Leadership is influence at the end of the day, right? Your ability to influence others and ideally drive good outcomes because of that. And um, as an example, so like, you know, junior sort of leading, um, you know, I've had juniors that were able to facilitate uh, and, and, you know, they were way outside of the comfort zone, right? but really sort of own things and really facilitate things and, and move things along um, that weren't necessarily just dependent on them, but were, were part of like this bigger sort of group initiative. And uh, I think that's sort of like the, the crux of it, right? To influence people and, and make things happen. Yeah, no, I think I, I agree with that sentiment. I think in order to be influential, a lot of things have to happen. You need to build yes. trust. You need to build credibility. You need to build a reputation for yourself. You um, have a vision. You need to be able to bring people along on that vision. It's all these things. Yeah. And at the same time, still be good at your craft. Right. Because I think that's part of credibility, though, right? 
Yeah, um, for sure. But I think, and again, depending on on what the thing is uh, you're deciding to lead, um, it's not necessarily dependent on that, though. Mm-hmm. Right? It's all the other skills, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I've had I've had colleagues and peers come to me uh, and the rec reports saying that like I want to be a leader in this company. Um and I tend to give the answer of you don't need a leadership title or leadership yep. role um to exhibit that. What they really want is influence. That's what they're talking about, right? Yes. Yeah. And I often get the sense that people are disappointed with that answer. <laughs> yes, but it's the truth. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's, I want to say the harsh reality of it, but I think it's important for people to understand because the title isn't the thing that brings influence. It's your ability as a leader uh, to drive influence, uh, that's, you know, and, and that stems from things like relationship building and, yeah, like your credibility and, and your, your personal brand, right? Like all these things that come together. And if they think that the logical way or the or this more sort of direct way is to get the title, and, and sure, could it help? But, and, and I would say yes, but I would say, if you think that's the thing that's going to make you a good leader, like you're in for a rude awakening. Yeah. Um, having made the transition from an individual contributor to a leader, and you'll hear this all the time, is that it is a completely different job. Uh, it is it requires oh. a completely different set of skills. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just a completely different mindset and approach to your work. Yeah. Um, how? What advice would you give to uh, people that, like I'd mentioned, come to you and say, "I want to be in a leadership role," um, and they might not know what they're getting into, or they may not understand that it is not a natural linear progression. Oh, that one go, might, yeah, one might think, yeah, yeah, like you know, you go into leadership and like. You know, in my mind, there's such thing as like a junior leader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's oh like, yeah, it's wide. You go like into the spectrum le- yeah. so big. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and like you know, you have a lot to learn, and you have to learn it while maintaining all of the trust and credibility that you've worked so hard to build to get to the point where you're at. So I, I really want to reiterate that point. Just because you were a good designer and you were a rock star. Uh, chances are when you get to a leadership role, you'll be starting at a place where you're uh, running suboptimally for a very long mm-hmm. time. Part of it is that you're just figuring things out as you're doing them, right? And to your point, you're, you still have to maintain credibility, get you know, have that sort of trust that um, from your team that you know what you're doing, right? And and it's it's a very difficult position to be in because the the safety net that you might have had as like a senior designer doesn't translate over to you as a leader or manager. Yeah, and like good leaders breed good leaders. 
And I was fortunate yeah. enough to have good leaders in my career. And, you know, prior to making the complete switch over to leadership, I was given the opportunity to like do this hybrid thing where it's like, I wasn't necessarily a team lead. I was more of like a team captain. Yep. And I sort of eased into the process by, you know, like having a couple people like do one-on-ones with me. And so I can start to like build a rapport and build that trust and learn what it's like to um, grow someone, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? And like come up with a plan and keep them accountable to that plan and and have and, those and tough conversations when and if they're not accountable, right? And just to clarify, this go, this is one step above mentorship. I think a lot of people trying to get into leadership start with mentorship and that's great, but they kind of stop there and think that's the same thing as having a direct report. It's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, the, no, the that's complexities a complexities and the pressures are are totally different. Yeah, for sure. Like you can you can mentor to your heart's content. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you have no accountability. Uh, yeah, and, and you're not you responsible not, for the livelihood. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Whereas, like when people report up to you, um, you are responsible for another human being, <laughs> right? Yep. And you know, like as we all know, like we spend the majority of our lives uh, work, right? Like. Yep you know, more than our families, more than anything, right? So, um, yeah, I mean, your leader, my leader, plays a huge role in my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? And his or her perception of me, um, like, is important to me, right? Um, And so, yeah, to have, like, you know, it's a a great responsibility (laughs) and a great, um, like, obligation and duty. Yeah, duty is the right word. That's that's the way that I always frame it too. Like having the responsibility of someone's livelihood is, is a duty, really. Yeah. And you have to take it as such. It's not about you, right? That's, I think, the, the other big thing. You know, uh, going back to this idea of like people wanting to have the title, right? The manager title. At the end of the day, it's not about you. If you're... If you're going for the title because you think that that's going to bring you prestige, a bigger paycheck, whatever it is, um, while that may be true, that gets old very quickly. <laughs> the mm-hmm. the thing that drives you and that pushes you as a leader is your willingness and your ability to help people at the end of the day, help your team members, help people <clears throat> grow. Yeah. Here's another semi-controversial. Well, I don't know if it's controversial, but not only is it not about you. It's not about your users. It's not about the product that you're building. It's about the people that you're responsible for, and they come first. And there are times where you're going to have to make decisions that aren't in the best interest of the business, but in the best interest of this individual person that you're dealing with. So just so you know, that's not controversial at all, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if someone... I don't know if someone thinks that that's controversial, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like I, I, I think uh, your your while you have a duty to the company, I think your duty to the person is actually higher. I always find solace in in the fact that you know you can sleep knowing you've made the right decision at the end of the day, right? There's a difference between you know something being difficult and something being right, in in my opinion, and oftentimes. Uh, I always lean towards a more difficult thing <laughs> just from mm-hmm. like a gut instinct perspective because that to me is is often the right thing to do. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, 
So let, let's talk about from another perspective now. So like when it comes to actual like managing people and having direct reports, um, you know, it's just as important for uh, leaders to find the right people to have on their team just as much as it is for team members to find the right people, uh, leaders, mm -hmm. to grow them as a professional and as a person. Um, what advice would you, you've been a leader longer than I have, what advice would you give um, for folks that are, you know, maybe early in their UX career that are potentially interviewing or have interviews lined up um, for jobs, what advice would you give in terms of like um, identifying the right type of leader for them? Uh, ask very difficult questions <laughs> in interviews. I, I, I think oftentimes um, people are so eager to get a job that they don't ask hard enough questions about how the leader or the companies handle difficult situations. Uh -huh. You know, so I would ask questions like, oh, when was the last time you had to fire someone? And, and you know, what were the, kind of the circumstances around it? Uh, <laughs> really? You, you asked know, that in like, an interview? No, no. Now that I, I know, like, I would. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I, would, okay. I would talk to them That's about <laughs> their their missions and values. I would talk. No. And, and so just to go back, sorry, on, on the, the firing thing, I think oftentimes great leadership uh, is shown in the most difficult of situations. Um, firing someone is a very, very difficult and stressful situation for any leader. Um, and how you handle that is just as important as any other sort of milestone, like someone's first day, right? Or, or when people get promoted, like it, it, it's, a, it's a balance between the good and the bad. And, you know, it's easy being a good leader when things are going great. And not to say easier, but uh, not to say easy, but it's definitely easier. But when things are going difficult, that's where great leadership shines. And I want to know what are like in difficult situations, how leadership at a specific company will handle it. Yeah. Right. Are they going to choose a business and, and brush things under, under a rug or are they going to, be transparent and make difficult decisions and, and, you know, choose people first, that whole people first thing, like everyone spouts it. Right. But how many people actually live and breathe it and, and, and sacrifice for it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Right. It's, yeah. it's, uh, and, and it's not either or too, right. It's like a spectrum. Yep. It's not so clear cut. Yeah. I think to me, a lot of it comes down to courage. Oh, yeah. And yeah. needing to have the courage to like have difficult conversations and potentially create tension with people that you really care about. Right. Like, yeah. um, like you're going to grow to, like I said, genuinely care about your, your people. <laughs> right. Um, and it's, it's easy to, avoid confrontation when you're you know when you have those feels <laughs> right mm -hmm. um but like again part of your duty is to make sure that um you know you're you're practicing things like radical candor 
where you're giving direct feedback in a timely fashion in a way that's caring. Um, And that can be very difficult if you're, you know, admittedly someone like me that um, tends to avoid confrontation. (laughs) Um, Like it, it, it's a muscle that you have to build and, you know, it's taken me some time to like, to work up to it, but like, yeah, it takes courage. Um, a different kind yeah. of courage that I'm not used to having. And and that's the thing, right? Like, I think one of the things that, you know, you have to be comfortable with is actually being uncomfortable, uh, especially as a leader. You know, it's going to push you and really, really stretch your uh, ability to navigate difficult situations. And if you're not used to it, like you, you have to learn from scratch, right? Which is, which is even more difficult. But I think being able to overcome these things is what also makes you a great leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think my advice would be, like you said, like ask. I, I totally agree with you with what you said in terms of like, um, I don't get tough questions. I don't get enough tough questions. Yeah, from my candidates about what kind of boss am I going to be? What kind of leader am I going to I don't see myself as a boss, but like, you know, what kind of leader am I going to be for this person? What, what kind of mentor and guide um, am I? And like, and yeah, questioning things, maybe not as extreme as like, when was the last time I fired someone? But like, like when was, you know, like describe a time where I had to make a difficult decision. Um, you know, some, even even something as broad as that, mm. I would like, I would stop and think, like, wow, that's deep, or like, you know, what I mean, because I I don't get questions like that, and like, you know, if I did, I would I would think to myself like, wow, this person's super self aware, and like, they kind of know what they want. Yeah, uh, because you're also at that point interviewing your boss, right? It, it yep. goes and and the both the best interviews that I've ever been a part of as me into interviewing and as being the interviewee it's like it's a two-way thing right yeah uh, and, that, and that's something that i think a lot of juniors um i give advice to but but don't necessarily understand when they come in mm-hmm. yeah yeah um cool yeah i mean any final thoughts i, I think we I, I definitely covered what i wanted to say but like I mean, there's so much to talk about here. <laughs> yeah, I feel uh, like we can definitely thoughts? do probably more episodes on this. But <laughs> I think the the final thought that I have and, and I want to touch upon is um, there's this book called The Five Levels of Leadership that I always refer to. And it's a great sort of framework to look at like what good leadership is. Uh, and it sort of covers um, um, like all the, all the lead, uh, levels of leadership in detail. And there's always something that I, I suggest people to read to get a good grasp of what like how to progress in the, in the ladder of leadership. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I personally haven't read that book, but I think I will. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It sounds really interesting. I, I, I've read more leadership books than probably most people. Um, <laughs> so, but um, with that being said, like I, yeah, uh, that's one of the ones that I always recommend as well. Cool. So yeah, I think final takeaway for me is like, yeah, if you're going in an interview, ask questions, like ask questions about your future leaders journey into leadership and look for signs of servant leadership like look for signs that this person 
puts people in a position to succeed and, you know, puts their ego aside um, for, for the benefit and well-being of, of the humans that, that this person is responsible for. Um, and, yeah, ask those tough questions because um, good leaders will appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and only make you stand out, right, I think, as a candidate. To your point, uh, not enough ask those kind of questions. Cool. Um, all right, till next time.